live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. And this is episode 49. <laughs> a group of college friends <laughs> oh, a group of college a group of college friends reunite for a trip to the forest but encounter a menacing presence in the woods that's stalking them so this movie did, did, did. I thought was great can I just say the first hour it was amazing and then the final act sucked because they showed the creature. It's it's true, and because in, in showing the creature, and, and especially this complete and uh, complete exposure of the creature, uh, it's sort like of what a, you always say. It's right? what I always say. I always say you, you you can't you can't show the creature. Absolutely no way. Right. Yes. But I thought the acting was good, and oh, I was scared because there was some good sound in the, the uh, this, and the story in the the way that we're in the woods, and and we have a juxtaposition of the light from the. The store that is part of the story at the very beginning, it has very fluorescent light in it. Yes. And somehow the the part where the lightning flashes and all that of a sudden... That was amazing where the lightning flashed and then it, it froze? Right on its cue. Right yes. on the cue of the lightning and it froze. And he was and, back in the liquor store, but he was still in, in the forest. That's absolutely right. That, that, that was amazing. That was amazing. And people need to watch this movie at midnight. By themselves oh, in yeah. the dark, and some of the, the and, and the shadowy relief in which you saw the uh, the bodies in the trees yes, yes. and stuff. That the, you, you know this this show, a hundred percent shows that scary things are the things that you can't see out of the corner of your eye. Yes, and, and you shouldn't see them directly. And and when you do see it directly, it blows the whole thing. So here's what I want you to do. Start this show, and the very the there's a bar scene at the very beginning, and it's kind of boring, but it has a good setup. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you're going to be a rocket ride until you see a building burning. When you get to the point of the building burning, turn your machine off and walk away happy in the knowledge that you got a great film. Or if you want to like torture yourself, pause it for a second. And say, oh, that was a good movie. And then watch the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then watch it and everything's downhill. It from was there. shot in Romania. I thought uh, it was beautiful. That's right. Romania is an the amazing shots place. Of the, the forest were freaking amazing. Like especially Cast. with the hand that came out from nowhere. Right. And right. The, where the creature oh, walked by for uh, a second. Oh, that's right. Oh, guy, I love that. I I mean abs- absolutely. And and the sound effects did make it seem incredibly yes, uh, it was a lot scary with the sound. And, and character arcs. There were character arcs. Yes. That, oh, I like how the two of the characters switch places. Exactly. One guy was like the coward at the beginning. What can I say? And the little guy with the glasses turned Sell into me, the Sell me, brother. Sell me, brother. Yes. Okay. Oh, and the, let's talk about the uh, multiple storylines, kind of. Oh, like, yeah. So That's it started right. out with these guys getting lost in the woods. That's right. And then the creature was chasing them, all these right. growling noises. So, so we have a monster movie. Yes. Okay. And then at then we had a cult. Like a, and like we a, have a, a, a cult movie. Or whatever it was. Right, right. Yeah. But then we had the Don't mystical. Don't trust, then trust we had the Swedish mystical. witches. That's ever. <laughs> and then we have the Swedish, uh, the, we have the um, the ethereal edge to the whole thing. Because yes. the dream aspect of it had to have been part of the whole thing. And and that came brought together. Now, what would you say? How many? How many? How many? How many keys? No, we're not talking about keys. No, we're talking about deer, deer horns uh, or antlers. Deer horns or, or how many deer horns 
would you say this? Well, I would say up to the point where they. Well, actually, I, I don't mind the burning down part. It was the creature. No, no, no. That's I didn't what I'm saying. The creature. It, it, I would give it a four point two if they would not show the creature, right. even with the burning at right. the end, because that's an okay ending. It's like every other horror movie, but that's okay. Exactly. But the way it was done, I would say three point eight. Yeah, I, and I'm gonna go with you. Right, I'm right there. Three point eight. Now. That's the wind-up for the story. And the pitch. Story time. Story time. It's story time with Mick. 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 Listen, I have said, and I have said all along, that you can't see the creature. Yes. I mean, and, and you know what? Here's the problem. The problem is, is this, is people pay money for these creatures. And the director says, look, I paid, I paid $7,500 to have that mask made. Yeah. And, and you want to, he wants to keep in his soul. He wants to make sure that that $7,500 wasn't wasted. He wants to put his dollar on the screen. And what I have to say is this, leave it in a drawer. You know, um, if you are going to see it, put it behind something or see a shadow of it. Shadow of it works really well. So sound, just sound or alone. sound, and right? This, this, this film Amazing. was a perfect example. Not at Scarecrow. I worked on with Jeff Bird. Um, I was uh, probably almost the, the DP. First of all, we had quite an argument um, concerning uh, putting the Scarecrow in the seat of the thresher as we kill a person in a barn with a thresher. Let's see. That's Professor Higgins in the barn <laughs> with the thresher, right? Right. So um, whether we should put him in the driver's seat. Well, you can't do that. He's a supernatural creature. I mean, I, what if you had trouble starting it? Supernatural creatures aren't aren't going to be sitting up there going, oh shit, I forgot my keys. Damn, you know, <laughs> see what I'm saying? So, so we decided to just have him mysteriously around, and then the DP comes up to me and says, "Well, I need some motivation for light here." I'm going, "Motivation for light? You shouldn't have any light at all." So I said, "But that's okay. I'll go check in my truck." And then I went out in my truck and I destroyed absolutely anything right. that had a light bulb in it. Right now. So then so you we were go, helping him. I was you were saving oh, him from I, himself. You know what? I was saving him from himself. That's that's the way that I get. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to. Sometimes it's in the job description. Yes, it's five percent art and ninety five percent gets the hell off my lawn. Now, <laughs> the thing is, is what you want to do is is have a light source. Maybe if you're going to have a light source, make it mysterious, like in the film we just saw, yeah. or make it blow the camera out. And so we turned, uh, we put monster headlights on and i think that we actually had to put them on this thresher we put monster headlights on the thresher and then blasted out the whole scene so that when you did see our monster which was terrible <laughs> terrible anyway when you did see the monster it was terrible we had to make sure that you know we were basically looking at nothing but uh Headlight flares, right? Yeah, right. A little shadow, maybe. It flares <laughs> left and right. By the way, do you know if you're a DP, you know what the difference is between uh, a, you know what the difference is between a flare and a highlight? Ten thousand dollars a week. Uh. <laughs> and with that really, really stupid film-related joke, 
Do you know what would really make a horrible DP too? What? If they forget to press record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody did? <laughs> <laughs> That's my biggest fear. Our sat, you know what? The sound guy screwed up. <laughs> The reason we did this review so incredibly fast was we just did it. We did the whole thing. We did the the whole thing. Under nine minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. No, we rehearsed it, and that's why we rehearsed it. Yeah, yeah, and and it went fast. (laughs) But that's my biggest fear, especially when we have like an interview. Yeah, with like people like Jacques Haitkin, Uh, who I misspelled his name. So I'm on a roll right now. Oh, this happened to me. This my I, I have this. So I want to apologize to Jock. Yeah, just, oh, just real okay. Because I, I misspelled his name and I left a C out of his first name because I was uh, hyper focused on his last name because I was trying to spell it <laughs> Ian and then I fixed it. Said no, it's I N. I got to fix that and then I missed the C in his first name. So I apologize to him. But that was an amazing interview. It was an amazing yeah, interview. Yeah, so I, I want to thank him for coming on the show. Okay, and and uh, I, I'm going to make an announcement really yes. quick. Uh, we are. Pairing together with the Elm Street Elm Street Radio Girls, and they're amazing. They're amazing girls. They know everything yeah. about Nightmare on Elm Street. It's, it blows my mind what they know. It's yeah. like they wrote the movies themselves. Paige Hope and Deandra Laser, and they're they're fellow podcasters on Geeks of the Industry. They are that they are. You can catch their uh, Elm Street Radio uh, podcast come out uh, every once in a while when they're not busy. Yeah, check it out. It's it's cool. It, it really yeah. is. It really and they're is also cool. working on a movie and. They are working yes. on they're working on a movie called Fredheads. Fredheads. And guess who's gonna be in that? McStrawn, probably. Yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> um anyway. So what we are doing is we're getting together and we were we are doing reviews of the Nightmare on Elm Street films. So what we're gonna do is probably in June, we'll be releasing one and then in two weeks we'll release two. And then if we can actually figure out the numerical, see, oh, it'd be three uh, in three, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're just going to keep on going. And and four will then release about the time of its 30th anniversary when my book comes out. That's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine how that worked out? <laughs> right. I feel like I'm like, have a script to memorize. Yeah, this it's is weird. like, the, the, yeah, <laughs> this, this you know, th- th- this is deja doo-doo <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> no, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up. And yeah, I know we right. have some good people coming on our show. Uh, we we don't want to mention names yet because yeah, they but, don't really exist. But we're, we're going to get yeah. we're working on some of them. Uh, we're going to talk to the caterer from Night Room. That's right. That's we are. <laughs> I don't know. I, I threw that out there. But. We're working on it. <laughs> anyway, we have, we have some amazing stuff coming up. Uh, and uh, I want to make sure that all five of you Yes. Are there... Especially Ned. Yeah. He's thanks, my favorite. Ned. Ned. <laughs> to you, man. <laughs> to you. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review. This is Kirk Thomas along with Nick Strong. We appreciate you listening to us. And please let your friends and family know about how awesome we are. You can hit us up at DreamWarriorReview at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at DWReview. We'll see you next time on the Dream Warrior Review.